All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host via phone tonight, uh, Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. What's up, fellas? How you doing? How you guys doing out there? All right, so we're going to jump right into it. Episode 140, uh, we're going to recap uh, week number four. We had an interesting night of basketball. Um, pretty anticlimactic for the most part, with the exception of uh, free uh, Free's game went down to the wire again for the second week in a row. They had another shot at uh, winning the game, and we'll get to that in just a second. Let's talk about the first game of the night, uh, Sharpshooters versus the Bullets. The Bullets were ousted 82-59, to a, a tough, tough loss. Now, they came into the game uh, undermanned, and it kind of carried over to uh, pretty much seal the deal uh, for the Sharpshooters. The Sharpshooters were hot uh, from the jump. I thought they were clicking on all cylinders uh, from both sides of the ball. Uh, Danielle had probably her game of the season. She, uh, I wasn't actually even expecting her to play as much as she did, considering uh, you know her minutes in the rotation in the previous weeks. But she came out there and she balled out. So uh, Sharpshooters got the win, uh, 82-59. Really, really disappointing loss for the Bullets. Uh, Sean, what was your perspective? What did you see out there uh, from, uh, from your vantage point? Well, the, you you can tell like uh, that group, that Sharpshooters group's been playing together for a while, and it kind of all came to to a telltale hole there, where you know you have one team that's kind of clicking on all cylinders, and one that's kind of in shambles right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, granted, I've said this in the past by teams saying that they certain teams are in shambles, and the Bulls are in shambles right now. <laughs> now that being, who was that? Who was the team before that you said was in shambles? <laughs> <laughs> who, who was that? I man? forgot who it was. <laughs> I, I was killing them for a quick second, saying they were a champ. We kept that going for like three weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, and, and, and the Bulls are in shambles right now. But with that being said, yeah, uh, there's no let up week in this league um, this this year. Um, so. You're looking for that team to kind of get you, you the feel good team to kind of get you back going, and that that team's not out there right now for the bullets, so they just have to figure it out. And here's the thing: they're putting themselves in a position where they could possibly be a threat not to make the playoffs if they mm-hmm. do not kind of get it together. Now, with that being said, they have reinforcements coming this week. Uh, they're going to be playing. Uh, sorry, not so well. Formerly sorry, not sorry, but the Forty Boys mm-hmm. uh, coming up this coming week. So uh, my analysis is: look, the teams are shambles, but that that team, I think they're bringing some new juju to their team, and that's going to be a lot more positive than that the old juju that they had. Uh, I think they kind of cleaned out a lot of the negative things that was going on with that team, and now they're going to start some new juju, and I think they'll be fine. Well, I say I think they'll be fine. Like I said, I do think they're in shambles. They'll be they'll be but, better. They'll be better. But they will be better going forward. Okay. All right. Our second game of the night: Kings of the North versus Boo Gang. Um, a lot of anticipation for that game, um, but it actually wasn't very interesting. Kings of the North took it ninety six to sixty five, a thirty one point win, uh, and <laughs> Boo Gang actually threw in the towel. They didn't even finish the last uh, thirty seconds of the game. I guess they didn't want them to bust the clock, so. Um, <laughs> that was that was tough to watch, man. Honestly, um, Miles did his thing: thirty-two points, uh, ten rebounds. Uh, he was he was efficient 
in terms of percentages, but not really because the layups that he were missing that he was missing. Uh, there were bunnies that he would normally make. So uh, when you miss a lot of layups, it just feels like you shot terrible, even if you did uh, shoot over 50%. They were contested tough layups, but Miles normally makes those kind of shots. So uh, Kings of the North dominated from the start. Uh, Carl Garcia had another awesome game, uh, triple-double. I think he actually has the league record uh, against us uh, so far. And I, and I think he's – I think I'm not – for sure about this, but I believe at some point he'll get uh he'll crack fifty. Uh, just depends oh, on the way. Wow. Yeah, I, I think so because he had forty five before. So I believe he's capable yeah. of getting fifty if the team wants him to. And if you know if, if he if someone's keeping track of what what he's doing, I, I think he's he's more than capable of doing that. And I, like I said, uh, <laughs> who was that that was talking to me? That was um that was Squeak who said, "Yeah, we're riding a young fella." <laughs> so <laughs> so I mean, you know, hey. I mean, this they got their hands full, man. You got you still got Draylon, you still got uh, Squeak who can go off at any point, and right now they just they're on cruise control and they're going to be tough to beat. Draylon didn't even miss a shot last. I don't think he broke a sweat. He was gone in the second quarter. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would say yeah. I don't think he didn't play in the half. Like I just saw him walking off the bench, so I, mm. I'm not sure what was going on. But he had somewhere to be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was more interesting than that game that they were playing against the uh, book game at the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just disappointing because uh, I thought this was going to be, well, you know, book game lost last week, so I think there was a letdown after that. Yeah. Uh, but I really thought they were going to be coming into this game after beating y'all for a second time at 3-0, and and this is going to be like that 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 real test for them. Mm-hmm. Uh and so I think they kind of got exposed by you guys last week. And like I said, you get exposed, then you come in and play the best team in the league the next week. Uh, it just adds to that exposure, mm-hmm. <laughs> to that, that negative exposure that you kind of got. And, uh, you know, Miles has worked hard for his 30-plus points. I mean, he took, I want to say close to 30 shots to get that. 28, yeah. Points. So, um when that happens, uh, you're not as efficient, uh, and DeVere didn't have his best shooting game either. They It became very hard for them to kind of really put up the fight that I felt like they could possibly put up. And like I say, the, the most important, um, with Carl, the most impressive thing about Carl, uh, he's been putting up these big numbers, but he's been putting up these big numbers without trying to put up the big numbers. He's kind of doing with thing, things within the offense within the defense. He's kind of doing a lot of the, the, these things without you know, necessarily just going overboard or doing too much. Yeah, he had, you know, he, had he had 34 points on 19 attempts. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. To go along with the, with the, you know, to get a triple-double. And like I said, he's setting guys up. He's scoring. But like I said, it's all kind of with the, with the confines of what the team's trying to do. It's not him just going, up, going above and beyond to try to score 30 or going above and beyond to try to score 40. He's actually doing it within the confines of what they're trying to do. So uh, it's been very impressive. And when they're playing like that and he's playing like that, it's not just a boom game problem. It's a league problem. Uh, and they're going to be hard to beat for anybody. Yes, yeah, that's very KD-ish the way he's getting his points. Okay, uh, our last game of the night, 40 boys over free, 92-90. Uh, to 90. It was a very similar game the last week for free. They had a shot at it, uh, another fadeaway uh, three from the corner for Eddie, and it, it just this is not working. I don't know if that's their go-to play, but that that play's not working, man. That's not working. So they 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 fall to zero and three. Uh, Forty boys have now won two in a row. Um, so they're two and one. They're looking good. 
Uh, they're on the rise. So let's talk about 40 boys first. I think uh, with the addition of Braden, uh, BJ, I think that makes them more formidable than they were uh, in week one. So that's not the same team anymore. I think adding him uh, kind of puts them as a, a true contender, and we'll see uh, where they go from there. But uh, I saw Johnny was in his bag, and Shannon was just – he was just a beast. I mean, 15 to 13 sounds regular, but six assists and seven blocks. He was yeah. just he was just amazing out there, and uh, they were just – they were just tough to deal with, and then you got um, you know the 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 other guys getting their buckets too. DJ had eighteen, um, and then really nobody else. If you look at it outside of uh, the big three, the only one, the only player to really speak of was DJ. DJ got eighteen points, and then everyone else had seven. So it's almost like a big four. So they they yeah. like if they're playing like that and they're getting ninety plus points, they're going to be tough to beat as well. But credit to Free, they also got 90 points. They 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 stayed in the game. Uh, they got great contributions uh, from Mike and uh, and Dre and Eddie. Um, but you know they're gonna need a little bit more, man. Isaiah's still trying to get uh, you know healthy, and and the team just they got to find a way to get it done. They got a they got a, a nice little grudge match uh, against my team. <laughs> you know this uh, this week. Well, what is that tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, they're going to be uh, – Free has played consistently um, – probably been the most consistent team in the league so far. Unfortunately, that's led to them being 0-3. But uh, yeah. <laughs> they, they've been the most consistent team. I think they've lost back-to-back games by two now. Mm-hmm. Last week was in overtime. And then uh, I think the, what, the first game was by three. Like, <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're, mean, their average margin of defeat is like four. Something yeah. Crazy. So they're right there in games, and I just never one. I never picked. I'll never pick against them when they come to playing you again, ever. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, I let you down that time. I did. <laughs> but 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 two. I think they. I mean, you can't keep having close games and not miss to get over the hump. So uh, I think it's coming, and I think look. I mean, they were down the majority of this game, so I'm not, I can't say that they were winning this game the whole time and then lost it at the end. They were down in this game the majority of the time and kind of stayed in and did what did they need to do to stay in it. You know, Eddie's mm-hmm. in his bag and uh, they got good contributions from Dre, like you said. Uh, our guy, McGusty, he's always hard on defense. He knocked down some key shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike made a couple key shots. So they're there. Uh, Travis, Isaiah, they're trying to get healthy. Jermaine was on the boards. They're, they're their team, okay? They're, they are... When we talk about this league at Cyprus, you know, they are kind of the original team that kind of, you know, really got this league going. So it's kind of disappointing to see them 0-3 in their gym. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like if they're going to get over the hump soon. I think their pride, the, the pride of Cyprus gets them over the hump soon. How soon? Next week? I mean, <laughs> hey, it ain't happening tomorrow. <laughs> we'll get that to the next segment here. <laughs> but, right. but shout out to, uh, before getting to it, shout out to 40 boys because, like I say, uh, BJ, a huge game. He's knocking down shots. Their only problem right now, uh, and this, this makes them scary, Shannon hasn't broken 30, I don't believe, yet. He hasn't. He's a, league, he's a former league leading scorer. Yeah. And he had brother thirty eight. He's he's doing everything else for them. Yeah. And they're beating people. So wait till he does have a thirty point game. He's Damn, on, he's, like, he's well, know. he's more than overdue. Yeah. 
and, and so I think that's what makes them kind of scary. The only thing that uh, you know, I'd say we'll eventually buy them, but it's like you know, in the game decision we've seen for a few weeks now. Towards the end of games, they haven't made good decisions always. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll, we'll see going forward. That's something they fix. Okay, let's move on to our next segment. All right, time for our player of the week uh, for week four. Uh, no surprise, Carl Garcia got it. Uh, 34 points, 11 rebounds, 11 assists, uh, an efficient 13 for 19 from the field, PPR over 40. Um, I mean, a blowout win. So, I mean, when you register a triple-double, it's kind of hard to argue against that, but especially when you do it uh, in the fashion that he did it in an efficient way. It wasn't forced. It wasn't Russell Westbrook-like, like I said in the interview. Uh, you know, stat padding and stat hunting. He actually was just out there playing the game. Shot a couple uh Dame Lillard logo threes. You know, it was just it was emphatic. Like he, I think that was a statement game for him. I think he pretty much closed the door as far as uh, MVP goes, unless someone just just averages fifty the rest of the year. I just don't, I don't see anybody, <laughs> I don't see anybody taking that that crown from him. Yeah, we're halfway through the season, so I'm not gonna give him the MVP yet. But uh, I, mean, I think he had a point to prove. I think, you know, he uh, left the game the week before a little early. Still uh, still leads the league in scoring. <laughs> yeah, even with that. And so I think with that happening, I think he, he was itching to get back out there and really put on a, a nice performance to put on the show. Mm-hmm. And hell, he did. He really got out there and got from, from the jump. Yeah. Jumped out there, talked to the opposing team's bench. Like, he, he really kind of felt like he had a point to prove, and he came right there and proved his point. So, besides uh, him, our player of the week, he definitely deserved it because he's not, like I say, he's he's putting up these numbers, and he's doing it within the confines of what that team does and within the offense. So, that's the most impressive thing to me that he's done. Yeah. Carl Garcia, uh, week four player of the week. Let's move on to our next segment. Time for our mid-season grades. Um, we got to put our professor hats on. So, you yeah. know, this is not easy. Uh, I'm one of those professors that, you know, I'm not going to trip. You know, if y'all don't, uh, if, you, if you don't do your homework just on time, you know, just as long as you get it into me. You know, so I'm not really going to trip like that. Now, Sean, on the other hand, you know what I'm saying? Sean's, he's the professor that no one can get an A. You know, everyone, <laughs> the best you can get is a B+. <laughs> I hated that professor, by the way. <laughs> hey, you can't be peeking already, man. <laughs> All right. Um, let me start with. Um, that's not necessary. I don't want to go in any order. Hold on. Let me get these teams pulled up. I want to. I want to go by alphabetical order. I'll do it like that. All right. So, Kings of the North. I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them an A plus. Yeah, I think they deserve an A plus. Uh, you know, T alluded to that last time. You know that they're A plus. No, I think he said they were A. So he said 95. Yeah, he said they still haven't played their best game yet. So he's gonna give them a 95. I'm gonna give them an A plus. I'm gonna say 98. Um, I think in the fashion that they're beating teams and the way they're doing it, the way they're looking out there on the court, even they even had that game. You know, where they had, uh, you know, some controversy and they had to show, like, who they really were. Um, They were able to do that. 
And, you know, that, that right there gives them a lot of points for me. If they were to lose that game against the Bullets, then I might give them actually a lower grade because it kind of says, says that they're a one-trick pony, but they're clearly not. And they got guys, um, you know, that have pride. And, you know, like they said, they felt disrespected. So I'm going to give them an A. Uh, 40 boys, I'm going to give them... I'm going to give them a B plus because I think they've turned it around. I think they've, uh, you know, after that first embarrassing loss where they, uh, you know, they, they got beat pretty bad by Kings of the North and, you know, they kind of they kind of disrespected Shannon a little bit, you know, and uh, I, I, I know they didn't like that. And they kind of responded pretty well from that. So I'm going to give them a B plus. Um, sharpshooters. I'm going to give them I'm going to give them an A minus because of how good they look. And this is their first time in this league. I think that says uh, that says a lot. You know, they're 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 still trying to get adjusted, and they're still you know, even though they play together, different leagues are different leagues, so they're 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 figuring it out. So I'm gonna give them an A plus just because they're new. Uh, Boom gang, I'm gonna give them, I'm gonna give them a C plus because simply how I feel like they have they're they're trending in the wrong direction. I don't you know they they had a 97. I don't know how you, I don't know how you go from a ninety seven. Then now you're not doing your homework. You're not showing up to class, you know. And so I I got them I got them with a C. I'm giving them. A, did I say C or did I say C plus? Yeah, uh, C, C plus. Nah, they're gonna get a C. They ain't gonna get. I ain't gonna give a C plus. They get a C. I can't I can't even give them that. They they've looked bad uh, the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm gonna save my team for last. Uh, the bullets. I'm gonna give them. Man, I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them a, give them a D minus. They're 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 pretty close to failing. They're pretty, they're pretty close to failing, man. Because considering how they started off and where they are now, but I, like I said, like I said in the article, Larry Sweat, this is my fault. I started jumping on the train after the first game, after the first game, and then ever since then they've been trending in the wrong direction. So this is my fault. I jinxed them. I got my high, my my hopes were too high for the bullets, and then now they're you know they're suffering because of it. So I shouldn't have put a I shouldn't have put a target on them like that. So this is all my fault as far as the bullets goes. Uh, free, I'm a, I'm gonna give them a D plus. Uh, the reason why I'm giving them a passing grade is because, like you said, they've been in games. You know they've been they've been competitive, and I think uh, you know it's not over for them yet. They still have a they got a lot of basketball left to play, and uh, anything can happen in the second half of the season. So I'm gonna give them. A, I'm gonna give them a D. Um, did I say D plus? Or did I say D? Yeah, yeah. yeah you said D plus. D plus. Yeah, I'll give them a D plus. All right, and five guys. I'm gonna give us a D. I'm gonna give us a D. Not a not a C minus. I'm gonna give us a D because I think we're barely passing as well. Um, we got blown out that first game. I mean that uh, that game against. Yeah, we got blown the first game too. The first two games we got blown out. And then now, you know, we finally got a, a decent win. So I'm not going to be like, hey, you know, we we figured it out yet. No, we still have a lot to prove. Uh, the second half of the season will be a, a, a telling tale uh, for five guys, even with their, you know, revamped roster. I, I got to see uh, what we look like, um, let's say, in about three weeks. So I'll give us a regular season grade at the end of week eight. So how do you see it, Sean? I mean, you know, you did a pretty good job this time, man. Yeah, you did. I actually would. I would give Kings of the North. Uh, yeah, 
I usually don't do them. I'm gonna give them an A minus, man, because I think um, I'm gonna give them the A minus because uh, I was gonna give, probably give them a B plus, but considering what they did against the Bulls when Carl went out, mm-hmm. still been able to do what they do. Uh, I'm gonna definitely give them an A minus, and I'm gonna give them an A minus also because I, similar to what uh, the little general was saying, they haven't played their best game possibly yet. Mm-hmm. Which is scary for the rest of the league to think about. Uh, but they possibly haven't played because, like, Squeaky had that breakout game. Well, he kind of did a little bit against the Bullets, but Squeaky had that super breakout game yet. Uh, Ex MVP candidate, uh, actually, no, ex MVP, uh, uh, T Beatty, he ain't had that big 20 point, 15 rebound game yet. Uh, former defense player of the year, Howard, he ain't had that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, they should get better, but they're deep okay. though. So we can't I mean, we can't act like they're just gonna score 150 and everything's gonna go right. Right, but no, I'm just gonna give them benefit of the doubt. That's why I'm giving them eight minus now because I'm thinking that they haven't peaked yet. Yeah. Uh, uh, but with sharpshooters, uh, I'm gonna give them a solid B, uh, considering that what they them kind of walking into the league and facing some adversity, playing some good teams right off the bat. Like, you know, they they didn't kind of, well, like I say, it's not really a game you can kind of smooth your way into. Um, but, yeah, they kind of jumped right in and, and played uh, 40 boys, saying sorry, not sorry, right away. Um, mm-hmm. Took an L in a very close game. And then, you know, played two back-to-back very good games. After that, uh, went down stretching and free. Then backdoored and uh Got a blowout win last week, so I'm gonna give them a, a strong B, mm-hmm. trending towards a B plus. Uh, and that's why I say this week will be very telling to see who they really are mm-hmm. after this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forty boys. Uh, this is kind of my, my franchise. I kind of help, you know, GM slash Bill here. Uh, they're gonna get a really solid uh, B minus. Okay. Just the fact because. They haven't played their best game either. They've done some good stuff, but again, they haven't quite. When they had a very good defensive game, they didn't have a good offensive game. Right. When they had a very good offensive game, they haven't had a good defensive game. Right. So I haven't seen that game where they put both, everything kind of together yet. So I'm going to give them a strong B minus. Uh, just on some fact of what they could potentially be as well. They get a B minus. Uh, boot game. Mm. Uh, if this was two weeks ago, I would have gave Boot Game a probably an A. Yeah. Just because they kind of defied all odds and defied all expectations. You know, their preseason pick seven. Yeah. And they came out and, and, and won the first two. So I don't want to overreact on both ends. I don't want to overreact to the first two wins. And I also don't want to overreact to the last two losses. So I'm just keep them at a C um, and just keep them right in the middle. Uh, first two wins were like A plus efforts. Last two losses were F. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, like Shannon, Shannon Sharp right. said F. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> put emphasis on the F. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just keep them right in the middle, and they're going to be at, at this point a C. But again, that all change with a really good win this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, five guys, your guys. Uh man. I yeah, I'm gonna try not to overreact here. 
I'm gonna give y'all a solid D plus. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I probably was trending toward more towards a D minus, but uh, you guys showed some some re- resiliency by what happened uh, in, in your one win. Uh, that was a team that kind of embarrassed you the first goal time around, mm-hmm. and for you guys kind of come out there and, and, and handle your business the way you did uh, when you got a shot against them again, uh, did show some level of, of resiliency, which I think may carry over into the rest of the season. So I'll give you guys a strong D-plus training towards the C. Um, but, again, we'll see. Mm. So, um, so it may carry over, but we're going to lose to free this week. I got you. <laughs> I thought for the rest of the season. No, oh, okay. Hey, y'all just not gonna be free. It, it's just somebody chewing free. It just doesn't go together. Y'all not gonna be free, man. I just can't. Okay. <laughs> but y'all be somebody else though. Y'all be y'all gonna be another team. But y'all not gonna be free. Uh, bullets, man. Again, I'm trying not to overreact, but considering what the expectation was at the beginning of the season. Uh, they're probably going to end up getting my lowest grade here and, and get a D minus. Mm. Um, they're not an F, but they're definitely a D minus. And close. they have players on the team. You know, uh, like, you know, Jaren is a sweat to uh, a veteran. Uh, Larry's a veteran of this league. Reed now is a veteran of this league. Mm-hmm. Uh, first team uh, all champions player, uh, Reed is. Uh, so looking at those guys and seeing them struggle the way they do, uh, we got to get better guard play out of them. And it may be a better guard play going forward, uh, considering how the team would be shaped, shaped up to look going forward. But they get D minus right now just because of the expectation, what it was at the beginning of the year and what they are now. And uh, free, uh, if free is strong D. Um, they've been in every game, so I almost wanted to give them a C because they, they've had more close games than anybody. They just don't have a, a win on the record books to show for that those close games. Uh so I really want to give them a C, but I mean they're gonna be. I'm just keeping at D, not D plus, not D minus, a straight D. Um, they're underachieving, but I can see them t- turn the season around. They got five games left. They can turn it around these next five and possibly be a playoff contender. Well, you know, Free uh, actually hasn't played their fourth game, so right. they're, so they're technically not at the midseason point. So let's say we beat them and we blow them out tomorrow. What would you say then? What well, grade would you give them then? We blow them out tomorrow. <laughs> Damn, man. If they're at a D already. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Trav, man. It's not me. Trav, Mike. You know, look. It's always, it's always your boy, Kev, man. I'm, just, I'm, just asking, <laughs> I'm asking a legitimate question. I'm just asking a question. Hey, man. Look, man. Look, if they go out there, you guys handle those guys tomorrow, especially considering where your team was a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh yeah, man, I got dropped. I got to be a F, man. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, they be 0 for it, and they just got thrashed by a team that was on on the brink too of of, of being in shambles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were. Yeah, he's like, nah, they they would they, they would definitely dropped into an F. Mm. Well, hey man, guys got to play. I don't like I said. I don't think it'll be a blow. I think they're too. They got too much pride. So. I think it'll be a close game, but I got us. I mean, I, I'm tired of losing to them. I can't take it anymore. You know, they they always get lucky. Like we had a bad game in Champions that one day. It was just probably the worst game I had ever been a part of. We just looked awful, and we just lost the game. And then it, it ultimately knocked us out the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. We picked the wrong uh, time to play bad. And that's just kind of how it happens sometimes, man. Uh, 
I mean, I think the Bullets have been a part of that. Those teams that, you know, uh, have been done outstanding and then just had a bad loss and never were able to kind of get back on track. Uh, didn't, I mean, they, didn't they? Didn't they lose to uh? What's the young boys' team name? Uh, the, the young hogs. Young hogs, <laughs> and that got that knocked them out the playoffs. <laughs> knocked them out the playoffs. That was embarrassing. They lost to the young hogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I mean, this stuff happens, man. You know, you 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 lose those games, and you kind of think you could brush it off, but it has a very adverse effect on your team, and you kind of never really recover. So yeah, they crumbled. That. They careful. crumbled that game too. That was a that. Was, that was that was something. That was definitely yeah. something. Okay, let's yeah. move on to our final topic of the night. All right, time for our power rankings and predictions. We're going to start from the bottom. No surprise here. I have free uh, after they fell to 0-3. Uh, I know they they lost some tough games, but I mean zero and three is zero and three. They're the only remaining team left uh, with no wins, still searching for a win. Although it's early, um, we we talked about this earlier about and again I, I put this on the Facebook page about their marching to victory on their on their losses. It's only four, so they're in these games, but they just haven't found a way to close the deal. Now the last game was actually more encouraging because they were like you said they were down. And they were able to get back in the game and have a chance to actually win it. Had had Eddie made that shot, that would have won the game. So it wasn't like they were trying to tie. So, you know, that's that's encouraging. But at the same time, Free has to find a way. But I have them at seven. Uh, at number six, I have the Bullets. Like you said, the Bullets are in shambles. Um, they look they look a hot mess right now. Uh, hopefully, you know, reinforcements will help them. And they'll get their act together. But uh, right now... I got the bullets at six. Um, number five, I have uh, I have my team, five guys. Um, we actually only have a better record than the bullets is because we played less games. So I might have actually had them at six if they didn't, uh, you know, if they didn't already play a game. So uh, I have five guys at five. You know, we got we got a new look, so we should we should be okay. Um, Number four, I got Boot Gang, and Boot Gang is actually the most disappointing. Going from the number two seed all the way down uh, to the four seed, and they've been kind of up and down as far as the rankings go. Um, but I got them at four, and I think they need to get their act together really, really fast. Um, number three, I have Forty Boys. Um, I think they're trending in the upward direction. I would have them second. I know uh, DJ mentioned that I should have them second because they beat, um, they actually beat sharpshooters. But again, the power rankings are on a week-to-week basis, and the fact that they lo- they won that game, but they struggled with free and free, uh, you know, free struggling as well. So they only won by two, and sharpshooters look better because they beat a Bullets team that has been struggling as of late, but only because that's the way they made them look. You know, so I, like I said, it's week to week. Y'all, uh, 40 boys barely be free, and sharpshooters blew out the bullet. So that's why I give them the slight edge. Um, so I, so that leads me to my next point. That's why sharpshooters are number two. They look good. I think the chemistry is actually looking uh, much, much better by the week. They could be a team that uh, strings off a couple of wins in a row and, you know, be formidable by the time it's time for them to get to Kings of the North. And then speaking of Kings of the North, I have them number one. They're still undefeated. 
They still look like the team to beat. And, um, you know, they're just a powerhouse right now. And right now, you know, outside of the Bullets giving them that test earlier, I don't see a team that can actually compete with them right now. So how do you see it? Uh, I, I, I kind of have changes for different reasons. Okay. I actually, have, if, I, if I just go by how teams look right now, I had a Bullets seventh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got them as the worst team right now. Now, with that being said, they got a couple studs on the team. They, you know, they got a uh, read. Uh, Switz always puts up numbers. Uh, Larry knocks down shots. Like I said, they got some reinforcements coming in, so I expect them to look better. But if I just had to judge based off last week, like I said, it's a week-to-week thing, the Bulls have to go down at the bottom and go at seven. Uh, Coach O's on the team. I know he'll kind of get the uh, get the troops together and kind of get them playing better basketball. So, I, again, they, they'll, they'll be better this week, especially with the reinforcements coming in. But with that being said, they're seven right now. I can't – I put them – Free at six because I think Free is playing better than the Bullets right now. If Free would have played the Bullets last week, Free would have beat the Bullets. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. That's uh, fair. That's fair. Uh, so I I put Free at six. even though they're the last. It's hard to put a team that hasn't won yet, uh, not at the bottom because if the playoffs start today, they would not make the playoffs. Right. Uh, but uh, I, I I still see them playing better than the Bullets right now, so I'm gonna put. Them at six, uh, at five. Uh, I'm actually gonna cut you guys some credit, and I'm gonna flip this too. Uh, I'm gonna get Boot Gang at five. Actually, okay. um, they they had two ugly losses. Uh, the loss against you guys, obviously. Mm-hmm. They can say, "Well, we beat y'all once, and y'all beat us once." But again, I'm just going by what's most recently happening. And just going by what's most recently happened is they haven't looked good the last two games. Mm-hmm. And they look bad, actually, last week. They're mm-hmm. granted that's against the best team in the league right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm just disappointed in the effort. So I, just thought, I just thought they were going to be better than what they were uh, against Kings of the North. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that being said, we're only halfway through the season. It's not the end. I can imagine four or five weeks from now, all these teams will be probably better mm-hmm. as well. So, mm-hmm. uh Oh, I expect Blue Game to be better come week eight um, than they are as of last week. But that being said, now they're five. You guys have that one win against Blue Game have moved all the way up to four uh, on my list. You guys must have been in last in my eyes. <laughs> but getting a bye week to win, a, now they're having a great win, getting a bye week and moved all the way up to four. Um uh, and like I said, you guys have some extra reinforcements coming in as well. So I want to see the sky's the limit for you guys, what you guys can potentially be. Uh, I was not going to lie to you, Kev. Mm-hmm. We had a GM of the year. You still get worst GM of the year at one point. You you was in the- <laughs> Oh, absolutely. And I would have I wore that hat proudly. <laughs> I was going to put you at the bottom of the list. But right now, uh, you're making a few moves down that kind of, you know, I was making that that squad, that franchise look a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, this being your what's your fourth franchise of your own? Um, playmaker, playmakers, trifecta, five guys. Third franchise of my own, yes, yes. Okay, so yeah, it's your third. Oh, franchise. playmakers was playmakers wasn't mine, but I was on that team for the longest. Yeah, gotcha. So you know, you you pulling the strings. You know, you kind of got your guys, your troops. Looking a lot better, so I move y'all up to four. 
Dang, I didn't realize how much I flipped from your list. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to put Sharpshooters at three. Uh, after two impressive wins, um, I, I'm going to put them at three and give 40 boys the edge at two. Just on the simple fact, uh, I will go ahead. I usually don't do this. Mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and give a shout out to DJ to actually say that you know 40 boys did beat Sharpshooters. They gave them their only loss, so it's only right to kind of put 40 boys ahead of sharpshooters. Okay. And looking at it, I'm like, they they worry me a little bit because they have been a couple close games where I feel like they should be playing better and not be in these close games, but mm-hmm. they still win. So uh, I, I'm going to give them a slight edge against sharpshooters, but this could actually this in a playoff setting going down to the wide between those two teams. So we shall see what happens. Yeah. And uh, – uh, must I really say, do I really need to get Kings of the North that much credit for uh, being, you know, the dominant team right now here in Cyprus? Uh, they, they're, they're handling their business. Uh, they're doing everything that they said they were going to do. And I'm just waiting for somebody to give them a close game, play within eight points of them. Well, uh, well the Bullets did, but they didn't have their full team, though. Yeah, they, they, they did. Uh, the Bullets actually did give them that game. But, you know... We obviously know that, you know, Carl had to exit early that game. It was a quick early. Uh, it was a quick exit for Carl that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I mean, that's even more of a reason for me to even give him the, the number one spot because, you know, when we quote-unquote had him down, you know, uh, they were still, they still found a way to win. So, mm-hmm. I think by far the number one team right now, and Lil T has to definitely, the general, the little general has to get himself the, the GM of the year right now if we just had to pick one. Mm-hmm. I'm with that. Okay, uh, let's move on to predictions. The 7 o'clock game, we got Boot Gang versus Sharpshooters. Uh, two teams with two wins already. Uh, the line is set at 3.5 points for Sharpshooters. Uh, over under, 147. And for my prediction, I'm going Sharpshooters 83-81. to 81. Uh, The 8 o'clock game, the Bullets versus 40 Boys. The line is set at six and a half for 40 boys over under 142, mostly because of 40 boys. Uh, my, <laughs> my prediction, I have 40 boys winning that game 93 to 80. And then the nine, yeah, the bullets are shambles. And the nine o'clock game, I got, uh, I got five, five guys versus free. The line is set at uh, two, uh, minus two for five, for five guys over under 143. I got five guys winning that game, eighty-three to seventy-seven. Be honest with you, uh, so this is the week that the the the, the, the literal monsters of the of the league are not playing this week in uh, the Kings of the North. Mm-hmm. I made mean, the league is probably like, thank God, right? And, you know, <laughs> so we really kind of get to have a really good idea of where everybody stands this week. Um, so I'm gonna say with the boot game versus sharpshooters game, I actually think all three of these games are gonna be close. Um, I'm, I'm, I know you kind of got one of these games as a the that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I actually had all these games uh, being close. Um, I kind of agree with you with the sharpshooter boot game score. Uh, I was so I won't have the same score you have. I'm gonna go 86-83. Sharpshooters there. Um, I think Elijah uh, too much. Uh, I just don't see them having a really good matchup as far as boot games. So I'm going to defend him. Even though uh, my guy, uh, oh, what's his name? 
Darn good defender for boot game, actually. Uh, when when he's not re- to my much? Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that being said, um, not enough to kind of you know keep Elijah between Elijah and Devin Tolliver in the backcourt. Uh, who almost had triple double last week? I almost had Jason Kidd triple double. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's just gonna be a little too much for him. Then you, got, you got Buddy and Steven, too. I mean, uh, Buddy and Isaiah. Isaiah, exactly. So, to go along with that, it's already in that backcourt. You know, it's going to be tough for them to uh, kind of pull that one out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to have, I mean, I expect, uh, you know, Miles to do his thing. But they're going to need a big game for Devere. That's all I can see them pulling that out. And uh, I'm going to go with Sharpshooters, though, 86-83. Uh Bullets 40 boys, another close one. I actually had this one being, um, I'm going to give it 92-89 to the 40 boys. Okay. I actually have close. I think the 40 boys make a lot of mistakes towards the end of the games, and I think the Bullets have enough veteran guys to where if it's close, it could go either way, actually. Uh, so, I don't know, the Vegas odds said one thing. I'm actually going to go with the, uh, the 40 boys with a slight edge. Uh, over the Bullets, nine two eighty nine, which is unfortunate because they're going to put the Bullets at one and four. But I think they'll go one and four with some life, though. Mm-hmm. I think they'll uh, they'll go one and four, and they'll be reinvigorated. I, I see that coming, and maybe they're going a little run down the stretch here. Okay. Uh, last but not least, five guys for free. Now, this is the one that may not agree with you. I told you, man, I can't pick against free when it comes to you. So- That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna give the, the free, free. I think just the, the heart of a champion is gonna come out here, and uh, we're gonna look for a, a free upset of five guys. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go 87 to 81 free. Oh, you got uh, the score flip. They're gonna beat us by six. Yeah, I actually got free beat you guys by six. Uh, they just seem, whatever team you have, doesn't matter what team you have, <laughs> they play their best game against you. So I see that probably having a similar effect again this week. Well, you know, Mike said, Mike said, as long as he beats me, this, this money well spent. He don't care if they win. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, man, no, I was like, that? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, he may get his wish this week too. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, if, if we win, oh, Mike, you gonna hear from me? Just know, just know, you gonna hear from me. Anyway, um, okay, let's move on to our uh, next segment. We got midseason grades. All right, time for our favorite segment in the news. Boy, we got a lot to talk about. Let's start with sports. Uh, reluctantly, we're going to have to talk about the Astros. Um, so, the Astros, you know, they were defeated last night, 7-0 at home. Uh, and that's it. So, moving on. Uh, no. <laughs> no, yeah, they, they got beat. They got beat pretty bad. Um, once they went up 3-0, I kind of felt like, okay, if we don't respond immediately, then it's going to be a problem. And it went on to pass the fifth inning to the sixth inning, and I was like, yeah, it's going to be one of those nights. Because they weren't even hitting the ball. Like, we had five hits, I think maybe six hits for the night, and no runs. Yeah. Uh, just kind of the, the discipline at the plate wasn't there. And don't get me wrong, uh, shout out uh, to the lefty. 
he, he was getting because they they, they shell shocked him the first time like they put they game two. Yeah, they put they put it on him. They put him on him in game two. Yeah. So he came back with a better game plan and like they they just had the same discipline at the plate. And he was on short rest too. And he, and, and he was on short rest. Yeah. And uh, I had a bad feeling. I I think I do like about the Astros. At least I thought it's like they 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 can handle adversity, mm-hmm. and they seem to handle adversity well. But I felt like the pressure was on the Braves, but I felt like if the Braves scored early, mm-hmm. the, all the pressure would be back on the Astros, which I didn't want because they just did what they did in Game Five. Mm-hmm. So I said, if the Astros score early, they're going to win. Not only are they going to win this game, they're going to win the series. I feel, mm-hmm. and so when that home run in the third that Luis Garcia gave up, I was like, ah. Yeah. All the pressure back on the Astros now. Yeah, because if they would have kept it zero zero, like deep into maybe like the seventh, I think we could have overcame it yeah. and got that win. Or even if it's just one zero. Yeah, one zero. That's but still that doable. The three, the three one homer. It's like that's tough. That's tough. And you know, and like I said, it put all the pressure back on the Astros. Like I say, if the Astros, like I think they they got two on. Then they get two runners on in the first inning. Yeah. If they score and right then, there, and then uh, Uriel struck out looking. Yeah. If they score right there, let's say they go one zero two zero right there. All the pressure being back on Atlanta. Or, I think they or, or three of them. They hit, yeah. if they hit a home run. Yeah. If they, they go up right there, I think not only do I think they win that game, I think they win today and win the series. Yeah, if, they, if the Astros got the game seven, it's over. You know, that, that's 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 tell you how much momentum. But once Luis Garcia gave up, and I remember looking at the pitch count, he threw like four straight curveballs. Yeah. And I'm just like, I know you don't want to throw a fastball to this guy. But now I think he's sitting on that curveball. Yeah. He's sitting on that slider. And threw another one, threw a fifth one in a row. And yeah. He should have threw a fastball low. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. And I think the thing about John Smoltz, who's an Atlanta guy, he kind of called it. Yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, that, that's that's like four in a row now. I think he's starting to kind of get the uh, – he's kind of starting to see he's starting to see it too much now. Yeah. Where he's starting to make the adjustment. I know what it looks like. Yeah, and – and like you say, it probably should have been like a one low, yeah, or maybe one high out of, yeah. out of the strike zone, you know. Yeah. But and like they go down three right there, they put all the pressure back on them, and then it's just then you see guys start to tense up, even Altuve a little bit. You can see him, he's swinging at the first pitch. And that's what he does. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But again, Bregman's already struggling. You know, Bregman's going to swing at the first pitch. Yeah, like those guys are already struggling, so. You need Michael Brantley or, or Altuve to do something big for you to kind of get those guys out that funk. Brantley was consistent all, all series. Yeah, all series. Yeah. And then Jordan, he he just didn't see the ball well for whatever reason. He was under 100. Yeah. He was batting like 0.95. He, he kind of went back to that guy you talked about two years ago, which is sad. And I'm not, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna beat up on him because I thought he showed up all postseason. So, yeah. but Bregman. Bregman was pretty, pretty, pretty sorry. Also, yeah, I, I think he, I think he had an injury and he tried to play through it. But this thing about it though, because they saying something about he had a weekend or something like that, which it affects could affect your whatever your grip on the bat. But like you know, he look awesome in the field still. So yeah, he's, good, he's always been good defensively. So when you look good in the field, and then you can't get up that bat. It's kind of hard to make the the injury excuse. You know? And that's why I was done with Maldonado. I thought they should have inserted Castro because Castro gives you more. He can hit the ball. He can play defense. But, I mean, Maldi came a big game. He hit them hits that didn't matter. Four, like he'll five, he'll six, get, he'll get a single when we're down big. It's like whatever. He, he drew that big walk the other night. Yeah. 
I just it's just hard to give a guy credit that consistently bats under two hundred every the, year. The, the most disappointing thing that I think historically is going to be the greatest run the Astros ever had in, in team history, which is good. They got a World Series out of one three times. Yeah, the part that sucks about it though is going to be like they're kind of going to be highlight like the '90s Atlanta Braves world, yeah. man, which is kind of coincidental where they lost to the Braves, where you know you went to the pennant every all the, all those years. Kind of think that that Braves team went to what four or five World Series. Yeah. The Astros went to three, and you get one ring. Yep. You know, so it kind of and they they were consistently in the mix. Like they lost to Boston that year. They were that was a that was yeah. a series to go to the World Series. Lost to the Rays. That was a series to go to the World Series. I don't remember the last time the Astros lost in the first round. They haven't. Uh, not man, with this team. Not with this team. Not this nucleus. And now you run into that dust. Now you run into okay, Berlin's gonna come off the books. Griffin's yeah. gonna come off the books. Yeah. So that's good. That's good money right there. Yeah. Do you want to pay Carlos Correa ten years, four hundred million dollars? How much? He wants ten for four hundred. He wants the max. How much were they trying to offer him? I think they was. <laughs> when they didn't say like one seventy. Yeah, it was like one seventy, which is a lot of money, and he said no. For for how many? Four years. I think it was like eight. Or oh, six, oh, six, so six like twenty, eight. so like twenty something a year. Yeah. I don't know. And Grant, I want Carlos Correa back bad, but I also understand Astros. Is he a? 10-year, $400 million guy. No. And you think about on the back end of that. Because that's what happened to the Yankees and the, Alex and, Rodriguez. And the uh, Anaheim Angels. Mm-hmm. That's what happens to those teams. They're like, look, Aaron Pauls hasn't been good for like six years. <laughs> still paying him. And they're still paying him. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I, that's that's why I think you know that. Because Gray is 26. Yeah. So, I would try to get him a little cheap ring, too, at the end okay. with the Dodgers. Yeah. I'm glad he, he didn't. Yeah, like, you know, after 30, especially with Correa and his injury history, after 32, Correa probably not going to be very good. He's not. So you're going to be paying him $40 million a year for 33, 34, because you can't trade him at that point. Who's going to take him? Nobody. So that's why I understand the Astros not gonna, going to pay him. He's going to follow in Springer's footsteps. He's going to be gone. Yeah. So now the Astros are looking at, oh, you know, we got um, we got Tucker. You know, we got Alvarez, we got Otuwe, we have enough. We really don't. But they, they have a, I heard they have a, a nice, well, this the, if they if he goes, this is going to be the reason why I think they let him go. I heard they have a nice, another, I don't know how they keep doing this, they have another nice shortstop prospect mm. in, the, in their minors. So you get, you have Brakeman and, and, and Correa. Yeah, they can and both, both Both were shortstops. Yeah. They, they made Brakeman a third baseman in yeah. the, like, so how the hell do you keep getting these prospects that are good shortstops? I don't know. And they know what they're doing. Yeah. So, they, if they let them go, that's going to be why they let them go because they probably feel like, well, we got a 21-year-old who yeah. we can bring in. Okay. Now, let's move on to the NFL. We got two topics on the NFL now. Unfortunately, uh, we have to talk about Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs yeah. was involved in a fatal car crash. Oh. It was reported today that he was uh, traveling at speeds up to 156 miles per hour. Yeah. Um, Initially, when they said, you know, it was a fatality, I was like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Like, that had to be, like, either not paying attention and you just smack it to somebody, you know, at a high speed. But I wasn't thinking, like, 156. 156, they probably die right away. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's – it's a lot. I don't, like you said, I don't understand how he survived that. Yeah. You, you hit anything at 156 miles. Not, not only are you destroying whatever you hit, you, you – you just, I wouldn't imagine you'll survive. He yeah. walked away from that. Did he have any injuries? I, they they showed him with like a neck brace and some bruises on his forehead. Okay. But yeah, he wasn't 
messed up, messed up. Right, and they said he was also intoxicated. And that's... It wasn't just reckless driving. It was driving under the influence. So it was a DUI. And granted, look, I, I, I don't have rich people's problems. So I can't completely say what's going on in the mind of a young yeah. person with money. Right. Um, but just considering that I know the NBA and the NFL, I can't speak for the NHL and the MLB, but I know the NBA and the, and the NFL, well, we, we got Uber anyway. Right. No, so we, we do. Just, just as individuals, like for us, but they they have a, a a service you can call that will come pick you up from anywhere yeah. and take you home. Like the NBA and NFL both supply, uh, supply that for their athletes. Yeah, even rich people use rideshare. Right, and like even we have Uber. Yeah. So, for you to be a young millionaire, even if you ain't want to call the NFLs whatever to come pick you up. You could have easily went on your phone, got on Uber, yeah. and spent a little $20 on Uber yeah. as a millionaire, and not only protect yourself. Hell, you can, spend, you can, spend, you can spend $40 and get the luxury rides. You can ride what you're accustomed to. Yeah. <laughs> Do that too. Right. Like, you know, somebody's life, your life, uh, and just prevent yourself from possible jail time. And it's so sad considering that, you know, he's number 12 overall pick. Or so. what, what, I know it's a high pick. He came out of Alabama? What did he come out of? I can't remember where he came out. I know he's like a high pick. Though. I yeah. think it was like the 12th overall, 11th or 12th overall pick. Maybe the second or third receiver picked. Yeah, like you, you're you basically throwing that away off a of bad stitch because you want to get. And and look, I made mistakes, Joe, too. So I don't want to again. I, again, I've never had the amount of fame or. Yeah. Uh, or money that this person, particular person, has, and you that probably is a level of invincibility that you feel like you have when you when you're in that predicament. But it's just not worth it, man. It's just sad that we we make bad decisions like that as human beings. Sometimes that we we not very concerned not only with our own lives but other people's lives. Okay, sad. Okay, fifty miles per hour, Jesus. Yeah, I've I've never gone over one ten. I I think I might went one fifteen one time, but yeah, you, know. you going that fast? I just. You, you feel like you're losing control. Yeah, you're going do. that fast. That's why I was like, yeah, I'm good. Like 150 miles? Jesus. I catch myself going 95. I'm like, yeah, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um, so, keeping on NFL, Deshaun Watson was not dealt. Uh, Carolina backed out and Miami backed out. I thought it was interesting that Miami backed out uh, of the deal because they were still trying to figure out some legal troubles. Uh, you know, they were trying to see if that was going to, you know, get – they were going to get some clarity from that situation. Uh, obviously, they're not anytime soon. Uh, this might carry over into next year. I really don't have an idea, a grasp on that. But what I will say, I heard someone say that, you know, they uh, they were concerned because they didn't want it to be a distraction. But a distraction from a 1-17? in 17? This is how I see this situation turning out. It's going to turn out two ways. Miami obviously wants him. Yeah, they do. So... In their eyes, it made no sense for them to bring him in right now and actually start winning games. Yeah. And not, <laughs> and not make the playoffs. Yeah. And they might as well just suck. Yeah. And then try to acquire him in offseason. And the Texans are going to want their draft stop. Yeah. They're not giving him away for nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, the better – and what's going to end up happening is their chances of getting him in the offseason are going to look better if they have a higher draft pick than – 
per se, the Jets or whoever are going to try to acquire him as well. Absolutely. So if they keep losing, yeah, then they, like they said, they'll be like, okay, we'll take it. Yeah. But if they started, like you said, well, they, they, of course they wouldn't. Yeah, the draft pick wouldn't matter if he came and they started winning. Because yeah. he'd be like, hey, we got screwed. Yeah. So right. that kind of makes sense. You're right. Yeah. And so so I, I think now they're like, especially with the pending cases, it's like there's no reason to get him now because, one, we get him now and he starts playing. Is he is he even going to be allowed to play? And that's, that's part two of it. Then you got to worry about, I think they would try to suit him up. Yeah. And then after like a couple Roger, games, Roger Goodell will walk in the field like, hey. Yeah, yeah. I think and then when they, he saw those protesters standing outside the stadium, he'd be like, ah, okay, now we're going to shut it down now. Yeah. And this the and this about the. With a red state like Florida, you think they would trip? It's going to end up happening with Deshaun Watson. Here's my, my take, and it's probably going to be wrong, but this is by my hot take. It's going to end up happening is. He's not going to have any willing suitors because of the 22 cases and it being up in there. Willing suitors to, to, to sign him? You don't think Miami's going to go and get him? I'm saying what's going to happen is people are afraid of 22 cases because it's not getting solved. Yeah. It's not, there, there's nothing. So what if it gets solved and, and you know, he's found it not guilty, but in the, in the, public, in the, court, in the, in the public opinion, the court of public opinion, they still like, hey, I, have, I feel the way I feel. It's still an uproar. Like you said, protesters at the game. What do they do then? I mean, the NFL still suspend him, which is crazy because he could not get convicted and still played a whole. He just he didn't play a whole year. Why would you suspend him? And so this is my point that I'm going to make. Yeah. It's going to end up happening is they might suspend him a couple games. He's going to end up being on Texas still next year because he's not going to have any suitors because they're going to be afraid of the cases. So Texas is going to have a position now of are we really going to sit a guy? For two years in a row, they were paying $30 million. That just make it. I'll tell you right now, owner's not going to want to do that. He's going to be pissed. Right. And we can't trade him. Right. We can't trade him because everybody's scared to touch him. And, because, can't, and you can't release him because you still got to pay him. And you can't release him because you're going to still have to pay him. So, you, so that makes no sense. So are we really going to spend another $30 million on a guy that we're not going to play? Mm. For two years in a row, he's going to end up playing for Texas week one next year. Yeah. You said playing? Playing. He's not playing. He's not playing for them. I think he's firm on that. Okay, uh, let's move on. <laughs> so, okay, now, so now we're in a situation where are you going to refuse to play? Oh, give me my, they, can, they can take their money back then. Uh, that's what I thought we were at. Because that's what I was thinking. Like, okay, so what happens if. So if he refused to play, oh, we, get our, we can get our money back now. Because he already said he's not going to play. So now you put the ball back in his court. So if that's the case, then why, why, why did they go get. Uh, What's, what's his name? Um, I can't think of the, the, the Tyrod Taylor. If you because oh, because well, they knew they wanted he wasn't gonna play this year. Okay. What I'm saying is oh, because of the cases. That's why right. they wouldn't got him. What I'm saying is coming in next year, we can't trade you still. Okay, yeah. Because because nobody's trying to touch you because of the cases, yeah. twenty two civil cases, and we don't have them resolved. Do you think it gets solved at the end of this year? Not the end of this year, but before next season. I would next hope September. So. I would hope so, but the, there are 22 cases. Man. I can see that's some of them. Yeah. But 22, that's a lot of cases. Unless, only way all 22 get solved if he go, goes ahead. I think, and, they said, I think they said 13 of them were like going to be like, okay, done deals. Like, they going to back out. Unless he just go ahead and spends money to get all 22 resolved. Yeah. 
then yes, they'll go away. But if he doesn't spend money to get all twenty two resolved, they're not gonna be resolved in a year. Yeah. Uh, no matter what his his name is smeared. Yeah. Okay, uh let's move on. Scotty Pippen. Um oh, Scotty Pippen, my goodness. So Scotty Pippen was recently uh trending and I was trying to figure out why cuz I had no idea but um So let me let me pull up a quote cuz my homeboy my homeboy sent it to me. I was like, "What?" Okay, it says Michael Jordan was determined to prove to the current generation that he was still larger than LeBron, the player many considered his equal, if not superior. That was quoted from Scottie Pippen. So, um, first of all, Scottie Pippen, settle down. <laughs> Let me say that, settle down. Um, I think this is uncalled for, and I think this this really stems from, last dance. from The Last Dance. But my thing about Scottie Pippen and The Last Dance is like, hey, bro, you know, Michael, this is not a fictional story. These are all things that happened. These are things that were documented. And he had a problem with them talking about the, the game yeah. where he refused to go in. But I'm like, but Scotty, that happened. That happened. That was live. I remember it. Yeah. I, I remember it as a young kid I when it happened. It live as a kid. So I'm like, bro. And he wasn't even on the team then. Yeah, Michael wasn't even on the team then. And then some people were like, well, what was the point of him talking about that? Because that was a part of them becoming great later. Yeah. Because that happened. And... It's about the Chicago Bulls. It's not necessarily just about Jordan. Think about it. I got two things to say about this. Think about it. Scotty didn't have to participate in the last dance. He didn't. He made a decision to be a part of the last dance. He did. He clearly could have been like, no, I don't want no parts of it. And especially when they asked the question. Yeah. He talked about it. He talked about it. So he didn't like how he was. They, 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 how he looked in the last dance. But I, I thought that it could. To me personally, the whole thing about Sky Pippen, especially on the last dance, was they were saying how he had the migraine thing that happened against Detroit. Mm-hmm. Then he had the, the, the blow up when Michael wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And then, so it, to me, they're showing that you're growth. They were saying that you were a guy that was soft, yeah. that wasn't mentally and emotionally strong enough. Yeah. And then they showed you in 1998 with a bad back, mm-hmm. limping on the floor. Doing whatever it took for your team to win. Well, let's not, I, but let's not forget about him opting to get surgery during the season. <laughs> let's not forget about that. But my point is... That was messed up. That's messed up. That's, <laughs> I think he was mad about to Michael call him selfish. But that kind of was. That selfish. is selfish. <laughs> like, how are you mad about somebody telling the truth? But what I'm saying is... <laughs> I think as a, as, yes, as a fan who didn't know these things, sure... I didn't know anything about that. They could, those things could look bad, but I could also... Use all that that I just said that made you look bad, and then we see you in 1998 with the bad back, taking charges from Carl Malone, yeah. and doing everything to make sure your team can win yeah. a game when you're running out of gas and this is your last dance. I feel like that was a against a, a healthy Utah team. That was a, a healthy way to end the story. That's that was your your apex. And Michael Jordan even said he said without. Scottie Pippen, there's no me. Yeah. He said that before we even got started with any of this. And, and so, yeah, I feel like, yeah, there's some bitterness towards Michael for whatever reason. Probably some stuff we don't know about, sure. But at the end of the day, Michael's never said nothing bad about you in public. He never has. But everyone else has. Because they know. Scotty, you're not that dude. You know what I'm saying? So stop. Stop. I mean, he's going through a lot, man. He's got. And, and like I said, I think he's the, the, the wife situation. I don't yeah. even want to go into that. Yeah. He, he's had some issues with his wife. Noble, noble, noble. 
<laughs> and he's had some situation. I know his son died this past summer. So I think it's some 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 emotionally just draining things going on with Scotty, and he's lashing out because he even had the the whole thing about Phil Jackson being racist. Because, that was the most ridiculous thing ever. Because because Tony Kukoc took the last shot in '94 and made it. It made it. <laughs> it'd be different if he missed. Right, he made it. And you know what Scotty also doesn't bring up when he talks about that is Scotty, you shot the two shots before that. Right, and you and missed. missed. Them. And you missed them. So we supposed to go back to you? You can't even create your own shot. <laughs> Like stop it, Scotty. Don't get me wrong. Look, and I like I, I. I'm not kidding. Scotty Pippen was a hell of a basketball player. Scotty he's a, Pippen, he's a hell of a two way player. Was a, a top fifty all time player. But I think with Scotty Pippen in his time, after realize this too though, would he have been on that top fifty list without Michael Jordan? No, absolutely not. And probably not. Just probably like probably wouldn't even be a Hall of Famer. Just like you know, I think Steve Kerr realizes that. He has championships because he played with Michael Jordan. Absolutely. You know, I think Bill Wayington knows that. Yeah. I think Bill Cartwright understands that. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, yes, they Judd all. Judd Bushler knows that. They all built and helped Michael Jordan become a champion. But at the end of the day, I don't know Judd Judge Bushler if he didn't play for the Bulls and Michael Jordan. Me neither. Or, <laughs> or Scotty Burrell. Like, oh, Scott, I, I don't know these guys. And you but, know what's funny? You know what's funny? People always say that LeBron James makes his teammates better. No, he doesn't. <laughs> How did he get back Michael to Jordan. Michael Jordan is the epitome of making your teammates better. <laughs> Hence, Tony Kukoc being in the Hall of Fame. He would have never been a Hall of Famer if he didn't play with MJ. He just mixed up some good He did. He did. I won't, I won't ignore that because that's really the reason why he got in. Yeah, that's the reason why he got in. So, because I didn't even know he was going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, and they talk about Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman was a Hall of Famer before he came to the Bulls. Yeah. And then, um, and then, and then Scottie Pippen. Yeah. Scottie Pippen would would not be a Hall of Fame without MJ. Like that's just facts. Okay, last thing uh, for basketball. I'm gonna talk about Zion Williamson. <laughs> now I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if y'all have seen Zion Williamson as of late, but uh, we're gonna be nice. Yes. I'm, I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna say he's three ten, and that's pushing it. Yeah. And you remember, he's six uh, foot six. Over and under and that. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, but there was a clip scene of him trying to warm up before the game, <laughs> trying to do some side uh, slides, and then he tried to, like, s- slow down and stop, and he just started limping. Sean, that was about the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I was like, wait, what am I looking at? Okay, let's break down the layers of Zion. Now, when he first came into the league, uh, Shannon Sharp was pretty critical of him. He said, not his game. Not his game. Yeah. He, he kind of was. He was talking about he had a set shot and, you know, all he can do is finish at the rim and get layups. But his main concern was his weight. Yeah. And now we're starting to see it's, it's getting out of control. Yeah. Him getting drafted to the New Orleans Pelicans <laughs> was the worst thing that could have possibly happened to him as far as his diet. Because I can, I can tell you right now, I've never been to New Orleans. At least I don't remember. I've been to Louisiana. I've never been to New Orleans. But from what I hear, their food yeah. is different. It can put some pounds on you quick. So if he's to actually live there, yeah. he does live there, right? Yeah, well, uh, for, at least during the season, he does. Oh, okay. So he got 41 games over there. So he's going to spend some time in, in, in New Orleans. It's hard, <laughs> man. Five, five, six months over there. Sean, <laughs> be, be fair. How much weight does he need to lose to be ready to play this year? How many pounds do you think he needs to lose? Man. At the minimum. I'm just looking at the 
I looking at him. Yeah. He looked every bit at 325, 330. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Now, let's say, let's, people are saying he's around what you're saying, around 305, 310. Yeah. He played last year probably around 275, 280. Nah, he's. <laughs> <laughs> How about that one? For him to have a sustained NBA career, he probably need to get down to 260. Yeah, that's what I keep, that's the number I keep saying, 260. Yeah. And that's that, still big. That's still big for 6'6". Six, yeah, six. yeah. But for considering that I'm watching a 290-pound man yeah. jump 45 inches off the ground, it's, it's insane. And so, I, I, he's so talented. He's so athletic. Yeah. It's just, it, it hurt my feelings to see him look like at, at 21 years old look like that yeah. yesterday. Imagine what he's going to look like when he's 30. Like, Seriously, it, think about it. Blake Griffiths is still a pretty good player in the NBA. Yeah, but his body and knees broke down. Yeah, and he's athletic and muscular. Yeah, and he's athletic and muscular. I want to say Zion's a similar type athlete. Yeah, absolutely. But he's not muscular. It, it, it hasn't have lean muscle like that. When Zion, when he bumps into you, it's not like dang, he's solid. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, God dang, dog. <laughs> this big dude just, <laughs> just knocked me across the room. Yeah. But he ain't solid, though. Yeah. It, so, but he can be. Let's think about yeah, it. Yeah, he can. He just needs to get it together, man. And, and I, I just, it's, I, I, it really did. Because I'm like, the way he looked yesterday, it made it look like he may not be able to get back to what I know he can be. Right. And granted, he probably, he's still young. He's 21, going on 22. I, he probably can. He's got a shoe deal. Well, so, dude, why don't you put some of that money that your shoe deal is to a nutritionist, to a to a personal shop? Like, like I think we're forgetting, but he's supposed to be the face of the league. In a he is. Yeah, him, him or Luca, one of the two. Yeah, they're supposed to be the face of the league in a year or two. So, yeah, the old guard's going out. Harden's going away. Yeah. LeBron's going away. Melo, that that generation of players, Steph Curry, yeah. that generation has two or three years. Yeah. Like, the, the next generation, is it, it, it's... Of him, he's supposed to be the guy. Yeah. And what I saw yesterday, like it, it like I did, it kind of hurt my feelings. Yeah. I laughed at it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not I cool. did. I did laugh. I mean, it's, it's not cool to laugh at it. You know what I'm saying? People, people have fat shame, and that's not. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> people have issues with obesity. Adult, adulthood obesity is frowned upon. Yeah. Childhood obesity is like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but come on, Zion. Yeah, like, like it kind of hurt my feelings seeing him look like that yesterday, though, man. It really did. Come on, Zion, man. Get you a personal shot, man. Leave the, Uber, leave the Uber pass alone, though. <laughs> <laughs> leave it alone. All right, uh, let's move on to music. Uh, LL Cool J, was uh, was he admitted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, LL Cool J and Jay-Z. And Jay-Z. Yeah, admitted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, now, what is your favorite? Give me your top three uh, from both. Top three from both. Your top three songs. Album, not, songs. not albums. Okay, songs. 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 Oh, man, it's hard. Start uh, with, start with, let's start with LL. Man, be old school here, you know. Yeah. Well, I might, I might throw in a, but it'll be, it's considered old school now. Yeah. All right, so I'm bad. Mm-hmm. It, it reminds me of my, it, a moment me and my sister. I just remember her always playing it as okay. a kid. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna stay with the, the stuff that people mainly know. I don't want to get too up into. You gonna lose? Yeah, be some stuff. You yeah, gonna lose them? You gonna lose? Yeah, the people ain't gonna know this stuff. So I'm gonna go. Mama said, knock you out. Okay. And um. 
I'll go with doing it. Doing it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for me, doing it. Yeah. Hey, lover. Yeah. And headsprung. I like headsprung because. Hey, people, if people hate that song. No, no. Back in the club. <laughs> hey, man. Back in my day in the club. Hey, man. That thing right there, that, that's different. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, so, Jay Z. Jay Z is actually. Uh, we can do albums for Jay Z if you want to. Yeah. And see, think about Jay Z. He got a lot of songs. Think about it with Jay too. I hate telling people this a lot of times because they be like, oh man, you just saying that. Like, no. Jay Z's my favorite rapper. And I, I, I say that because I like Jay in 97. So this is after Reasonable Doubt. Okay. Reasonable Doubt came out in 96. I started liking Jay in. So I liked Reasonable Doubt. But I liked Jay in 97. So I tell people that now, they be like, you lying. Right. But no, I like Jay Z before people were listening to Jay Z here. Okay. People in New York were listening to him, but. They, they didn't like him in the South or whatever like that. Now, people really didn't like Jay-Z in the South, so I think, like, Hard Night Life came out. That's when people kind of started liking him down here. And then Big Pippin came. And, but, so, my favorite albums, Jay-Z, I'm going to go Blueprint, one. Mm-hmm. Black Album. Okay. And I think, I will go Hard Night Life Volume 2, but I think I've been listening to it lately. I, I've been working out to it. I think I like American Gangster now better than those. It was okay. a little bit more recent. Um, so those will be my top three, I think. Okay, I'm going to go with songs. So for me, uh, The Watcher. Oh, yeah. With I like Ray. that one. Uh, him and Rakim, yeah. Um, underrated album, too. Blueprint, too. Very underrated. Who You With. Oh, okay, it's old school. Yeah, yeah, nice, I, like, yeah. I like that. One. I like lo- love the music video too with uh, Bernard Hopkins. Yeah, 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 I like that one. And um, this is a this is a one that a lot of people don't listen to. This one, um, girls, 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 the remix, the remix, cold, the remix, cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a couple nice bars. Yeah, he did. He actually gave up and just kind of. He gave a shout out to Dame Dash actually at the yeah. Rock and Roll Hall. Yeah, he did. He did. He gave a shout out to Dame Dash and Dame Dash actually opened up. I can tell Dame Dash doesn't want to dislike Jay Z. I think he's he's been hurt by them not being. He'll never say. He'll never admit that. Yeah, because I, I can tell by Jay Z opening up and saying he appreciated what Dame Dash did for him. For Dame to so quickly be like, no, let's squash it. I can tell that he 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 doesn't have real ill will towards Jay Z. I think he's just more hurt. By them not being close anymore, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I can tell that's kind of more so what it is. So I mean, and that, that's kind of good for just the, the, the culture and hip hop to kind of see something that was so big mm-hmm. and, and, and it was so great at one point, kind of be able to kind of make some kind of peace, hopefully. Absolutely. Okay, uh, let's move on to uh, TV slash movies. Uh, we're gonna start with we'll do one movie and one show. Now, the harder they fall. Comes out that speaking of Jay Z, that was yeah. produced by Jay Z, correct? Yeah, exactly. Now uh, Regina King and Idris Elba is in the movie. Now I, I remember seeing the preview and I was like, oh, I saved it right away on my Netflix. So I'm like, I got to check that out. So I'm gonna watch that this weekend. But I don't remember exactly what it was about. Can you uh, refresh my memory? Yeah, so it's actually about uh, African American cowboys. Okay. From the 1800s, I think. Uh, is it that? I don't say is it that turn that love. Things that love, yeah. that that's the the. I remember learning about learning about Nat Love, if I'm not mistaken. Is it Nat Turner? Uh, Nat Turner sounds familiar. Yeah, it, it was one of them. Okay. It, so uh, I remember reading about him 
in elementary. Okay. So I remember hearing some really good stuff about it. So it's kind of good. You know, you don't really see too many black cowboy movies. Period. Nope. Um, so it's kind of cool to kind of be able to kind of see get the that experience from that time period. So it, it'll be. I mean, you don't just see too many cowboy movies in general nowadays. I don't. Like so, it, it'd be kind of cool to just kind of get that experience, kind of see. Was about and then like the, the the preview. Well, first off, the actors. Yeah, actresses, I was gonna say, let's get to that. Yeah, are a plus. Absolutely. No, so the, the people that are in the movie are a plus. Yeah. I haven't seen a bad Idris Elba movie yet, not that I can think of. And I haven't seen a bad Regina King recently. No, yeah. No, some of the old stuff maybe like recent. Like, I haven't seen a bad. Yeah, even the old stuff like Regina King's in some so. She's a good movie. When you, when you think about it, she's in like. Poetic Justice, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Friday, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Independence Day, Independence Day, uh, 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 what's the one, the, the, the Boys in the Hood, Boys in the Hood, yep. yeah, she's she in some, some old stuff that was like classic, so, yeah. I have never seen anything bad, yeah. but um, let me just say, Regina King, shout out to you, I've always been a fan of her work, and she just dropped that gorgeous, still to this day, I say, she looks great now, she does, um, I saw her with like, um, and she got a she got an Emmy not too long ago, right? Yeah, she did get Emmy not yeah. too long ago. Yeah, yeah so deservedly, it's, it's some good stuff. Uh, so I'll check that out. I know the show you were just saying about what what show you were just talking about. Oh, the Bachelorette. Oh, Bachelorette. There you go. Yeah. So the Bachelorette. Um, I don't really want to dive too deep in this. I'm not. I only watch it when my wife is watching it. But uh, I'll talk about. This. <laughs> Let me just talk about this. So. They have a, uh, the Bachelorette is, is African-American, so, she, you know, she's nice looking. Um, the one that used to date Kevin Durant, I can't remember, oh, I can't remember her yeah, name. Yeah. She was the best looking one to me uh, that's been on the show. But this one is pretty nice looking too as well. But I, I'll say this. I, the clip I saw, I just want to talk about, I just want to vent for a second. They kind of pissed me off a little bit. So, Jay Ellis came on the show, right? And they, it was like a Top Gun uh, challenge or whatever. So Jay Ellis came on the show, and the and the lady that was introducing him, she was like, and I also have with me Tay Ellis. She said Tay Ellis. I was like, what? What did she say? I rewind. I said, no, 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 no. Let me rewind it. Make sure I'm not crazy. Then I heard, I heard again, Tay Ellis. Okay, forget the fact that you've never seen Insecure. Are you not prepped of who's coming on the show, show? Right. to say the wrong name? It's a three letter name, Jay. You call him Tay? Oh, that that just oh that 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 really pissed me off. Man. I was done with her after that. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Especially with this, the Bachelorette said that. I don't. I, no, I don't think it was the Bachelorette. Oh, okay. I don't think it was her. I think it was somebody else. But I was just like, what? And Jay didn't say nothing. I was just like, oh. he's the guy. Yeah. I'm like Jay. The heck? I'm not letting you say my name wrong on TV. What the heck wrong with you? You be like Johnny. Right. Like what? Come on, man. That just oh, that that grabbed my gear. Have you watched any episodes yet? I know it just came out. I haven't watched it. I saw the last episode uh, from the last season. Okay. No, I saw the Bachelor. I didn't watch the Bachelorette, so I saw the last season of the Bash Bachelor. Bachelor, yeah. yeah I think I saw that one with yeah. the when they had the the African American gentleman. The, yeah, the one that couldn't kiss. Yeah. <laughs> he picked the girl. He picked the girl that was a racist. <laughs> <laughs> and black Twitter destroyed him. Yeah. <laughs> and dude, man, I was watching him. I'm like, hey, man, why are you kissing like that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was kissing with his eyes open, looking at him. 
Had his eyes looking at him. I'm like, hey, man, what's wrong with you? Close your eyes, dog. That has to be weird. It, yeah. it was weird. I was like, they like actually highlighted it. I was like, yeah. I was like, I noticed that too. What's wrong with this dude? Freaking weirdo. It's so weird. Stop looking at him. That shit happened to me before. <laughs> when I had my eyes closed kissing somebody. Had to open my eyes. They were looking right at me. Right yeah, at you. So I'm like, hey, man. What <laughs> the hell are you doing? Stop looking at me. I'm about to go. Actually. I'm about to go. That's it. I'm done. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Episode 140? Yes. Episode 140. Made to 140. 140. I was at 150. Uh, we'll be at 150 probably the beginning of next season. Yeah, beginning of next season. All right. So, uh, live from Cyprus. This is actually a. Uh, preview uh, to the conclusion. So we're actually working backwards. Uh, so tomorrow we'll be uh, finishing up the beginning that you'll hear uh, via phone. Yes. We'll do it via phone. All right, live from Cyprus, uh, Johnny Gill and Sean Ellis were out. <laughs>